Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Boom, what is good with happening, everybody? It's your boy, Ferris Magona, and welcome to another edition of Good Friends, Better Rivals. And today we are talking Giants Cowboys like we do every week. But fortunately today, only one of us will be happy, and the other one is very, very irritated. <laughs> but without further ado, that is this is my co-host, Caleb. Caleb, how are you, my man? I'm good. Doing good. Happy, happy times, baby. Mm-hmm. It is happy times. Um, that is, I believe, that's two in a row for Dak Prescott this season. Uh, he's back. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he's playing very good. And um, this week, you were led. You were. It was a shootout against Chicago, which was weird for me to say. It was a shootout. Yeah, um, shootouts. That was. It was a high scoring game. It was a shootout until it stopped becoming a shootout. Okay. Yeah, it was a shootout. Then it stopped being a shootout real quick. Because you end up beating them by 20, 49, 29. Which, you know what, actually. I'll categorize it more just letting them back in it for just a little bit and then, you know, kicking them back down. So let's break it down, Caleb. Take me through that you guys letting them in but backing them down. What does that mean? Continue. Uh, Well, obviously. um, Caleb, Caleb, shut, shut, shut up, shut up, shut up. We'll say one thing right now. How about them Cowboys? Uh, How I want me some glory hole. Why you gotta play that one? I, don't know why I love that one. <laughs> you like I play, you like I had to play that one first. Uh, shout to you, Jerry Jones. Continue kill. <laughs> um, but uh, obviously, uh, through pretty much the entire season, our uh, team has been led by the defense. The defense has carried through uh, uh, us through all the wins, even the losses. Um, uh, it's been all the defense. Um, finally, uh, now that we have Dak back, now that Dak has uh, a game under his belt, now in his second game back, it is led by the offense, just like it was uh, last year. Um, well, it was more of a balance last year because, I mean, the defense was getting a lot of takeaways last year, and then the offense was leading it by scoring a lot. We were the highest scoring offense last year. Um and uh, people forget about that. People forget that Dak that that was Dak Prescott who did that, and uh, th- and we need and uh, we needed that this year um, that we were going to get into a game that our defense wasn't going to be able to handle, and we would need to score points. We would need to score points to win, and that's exactly the game we had here. Who would have thought um, it against and, Chicago though? <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they put thirty three up against the the. the fucking that's true. They Patriots put thirty three against the Patriots. I mean, that's true. That's true. Too, that is true. I mean, I would I, if they didn't do that, I would I'd be like that. But after they did that to the Patriots, I was like, okay, well, on, they got, on they, Monday they got Night Football, by the way, too, on the big stage, 
on the big stage. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so the offense uh, put up 49 points, 49, 29. That was, we beat them by 20. Um, like I said, not surprised because um, this is what I expected the offense to be. Um, everybody talking about all the, all the pieces that left throughout the offseason. No, it, it's led by Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was going to get us through. He was going to lead this offense and we were going to score points just like we were last year. I I'd know, I know, uh, 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 quarrels with that. I, I knew that was going to happen. Um, but, um, you know, he just need a little time to adjust. That's what he got last, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, he got, uh, got that win up, uh, uh, under his belt and then he got to build off of that win, uh, with this win. Um, mm-hmm. he scored three total touchdowns. Uh, he threw for two, ran for one, um, 21 and 27 for 250 yards. And, um, he ran five times for 34, and that's some um, that, that that's something I like to see um, him running more. Um, we haven't seen that for a while, especially last year. He's very hesitant to to run last year, um, and because I know he can, I know he has the ability to run, and that's a g- good part of his game. That that helps us win. That helps us score um, when he does run. Um, he, he especially he had a great run. Uh, he did. He literally did a, a quarterback sneak. And I've never seen this before where he's going up the middle. Nobody tackles him. So he just splits off and he runs for 25. I mean, on a, on a quarterback sneak. That's something I haven't seen before. That's, that was really cool That's more horrible defense than good offense. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. But, that, but yeah, exactly. But that, that's why I haven't but seen But great heads because, up play. Great heads up play by yeah. him. Yeah. Um, but that was that was awesome. Um, yeah, but, we but scored on our talk first. About the, Let's talk about the real story here, okay? Let's talk about the real story. Dak coming back in his room. We have a we have a running back controversy. Get into it. Get into it. We scored our first four drives. Um, scored all touchdowns. Um, Maybe I can't can't comment on the Cowboys, man. Like, come on. Well, I'm getting to it. You can comment when I'm going to get to that part. I know what you're getting to it. Let's get to that part. Hurry up! Hurry up, man! Hurry. Discuss about it. Hurry up. I mean, we got to pull out the show. I mean, that's the whole point of it to you know get to True. one point to the next point. But uh, but I could talk about the Tony Pollard Ezekiel Elliott incident all day. I I know I'm get that's literally my next point. Why did you not go, let continue. me get to it though? Continue. Okay. All right. So yeah. So the biggest story, obviously, <laughs> like I was just about to say before you interrupted me, um, was Tony Pollard. Uh, he ran for uh, 14 carries, 131 yards, three touchdowns. Um, it's the right amount for uh, Tony Pollard to, to run for his uh, amount of carries. Um, he's never had more than 15 carries in a game uh, in his entire career. Um, and everybody going to say, oh, this is why you should have Tony Pollard starting. This is why Tony should get everything, get all the carries. Um, guess what? He did the same amount of work that he was doing in every other game. He got this many carries, split carries with Zeke in all the other games. 14 carries is what he got this game. That's what he's been doing. So uh that that's just the formula that that we that this offense has. That's what the scheme has. Um, that's what we need to uh win he, these games. Yeah, um, you say that, right? You say that. Like he has the same carries, right? Yeah. But when he starts, like when Zeke's not there, it why does it feel different then? If it's the same carries, why doesn't he do this every week? We, we ran for as many yards as we did uh, the week before. I mean, we had a big but did he have 130? Yeah. But did he have 130 yards before? He didn't need to. That's the point. We we, we need, I mean we, we we do what we need to win. 
he got 131 yards because he broke one because the uh, uh, the Bears uh, rushing defense is terrible. They have one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. That's true. Uh, that's that's, true. So that's I, one I of know. the reasons why. Because you know, I, I saw them in action against the Giants. We exactly. Had like so that that that's a big reason why he got the 131 yards. Um, and and um, but otherwise, this is the splits. I mean, he, he uh, we should not. Uh, oh, he should get all the carries. Um, no, it should be what it's been um, through the whole season: a split amount of carries for both Zeke and uh, Pollard. Um, that's what works. That's what's been working, and it doesn't matter. If you know, because I don't think he'll be able to handle more carries. Um, obviously his average goes down when he has more carries. Um, we need Zeke for those tough tough yardages, and also Zeke is way better at, at pass protection. Um, so the split carries True. thing, that's what it should stay at, and he's still gonna get 131 yards, even at the 14 mm-hmm. carries, even with the amount of carries that he got, he's still gonna get the 131 yards. So what does it matter if you get if he's splitting carries with Zeke? Uh, Zeke's going to get those tough yards, and Tony Waller can have a great average. I mean, what, what, that, that's a great mixture to me. That's a winning formula. That's the formula that works. That's, that's what we should go with. We're going to need both. Zeke's going to get those, uh, those tough yardage, and Zeke's going to get those explosive runs. That's what works. That's what's been working. Uh, I don't see any reason why it changed. That's why in this game uh, we made a certain effort to pass more, to not give him as many carries because we passed a lot more than we have throughout the entire season. Uh, we also, like I said, uh, Dak ran more um, to get more carries in the rushing. And Malik Davis got eight carries um, in this game. So he, they, he was still splitting carries. He was splitting with Dak and, and Malik Davis because they don't want to give him a full load because they don't think he can handle it, and neither do I. So that's my well, thoughts on that. Wouldn't know you know you that feel. for a fact? No, no. Wouldn't you like? I, I think I know where you're coming. But wouldn't you know for a fact he can't handle it when you give it to him? Have you guys given him more than fourteen yards, fourteen no, carries? He, he's never gotten over fifteen carries in his career. So, how do you know he he can't continue doing the production with more? Because carries? when he's had, uh, because I uh, because one he he has gotten hurt when he became the starter. Um, uh, one of the seasons uh, that he had to become the starter, uh, and then he got hurt. Um, two, uh, like I said, I, I, I don't want him in pass protection. Um, so he's much, not good. Um, he's just not very not good, good. Pass protection. Okay. No, he's not. Cause oh, he's not yeah, a three um, down back. The Bucks game, totally he's not a three down back period. Then he's not. He, he'll never be a three down back then. He's not. If he can't pass. He's an explosive he runner. Pro- That's what he is. He's okay. an explosive running back. Mm-hmm. But he's, he, um, he, ain't, he ain't no, he, he's not Derrick Henry, uh, carrying it for 30 okay. times, you know? He's like he's like a like you know, a slightly bigger Darren. Is he like a bigger Darren Sproles? Because you didn't you didn't want uh, Darren, you didn't want Darren Sproles in pass protection. You know. Yeah, but they they, yeah, they had him on swing routes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's more like a slightly bigger Darren Sproles. Because if he's not very good at pass protection, Uh-oh. you know he, he'll never be a three down back. And there's no, no purpose he, of him because. Yeah. So like okay, I understand. I I understand why you know Cowboys fans. Don't like entertaining this argument because, you know, pass pro for a for a uh, a running back is about highly important. Pass pro I means like everybody acts like Zeke don't get yards. Like if you go, Zeke has a, a good amount of rushing yards uh, throughout the season. He's getting all those tough also, yards. Also, too, Caleb, one of Tony's big plays, you know, this, this is what I hate about the, the the media, national and local. You know, they never give credit to the big boys up front. There is an amazing seal block by Zach Martin. 
where Tony mm-hmm. just slips slips by. He literally he's he flies on the hip of Zach Martin while he was sealing him. Boom, like thirty five yards. And you know, yeah, like, and um, on the yeah. biggest run on fifty four on the fifty four yarder he had for a touchdown. Um, it was Tyrus Smith had a great run ball, just totally mm-hmm. walled the guy, went off and uh, took off from there. So yeah, I mean this this offensive line is built for the running game. This this uh, offensive line is really good at the run blocking. Uh, has some technique problems in pass blocking, especially Terrence Steele and uh, in the Conor McGovern, um, or whether it's Conor McGovern or Jason Pierce, whoever is playing left guard at the moment. Um, One of the that, four that's people where they have the problems. And, and Tyler and Tyler Smith himself has some uh, yeah. technique problems when it comes. Yeah, to no, because because run blocking is. Literally, you run straight, you grab somebody, and you try to pin them, you try to smash them into the ground. And you and that's can kind of get away with a little holding. They're Smith, Maulers. Tom McGovern, Jason Peters. They're Maulers. And uh, Terrence Stillers. Yeah, uh, Terrence Steele, uh, all Maulers, big Maulers. Um, yeah, they're You know, obviously, Zach Martin's an overall do, do everything kind of guy. Yeah, he's like the second best guard in the entire NFL. So, and he's the second best guard. It's either um, him, him and Quentin Nelson are one and two, or two and one, or whatever you prefer, whoever's one for you, the other's two and whoever's one, you know, it doesn't matter. It's Quentin Nelson and him, yeah. both Notre Dame boys, by the way, too. I want to point that out. And you know, yeah, it's funny so, too. I mean, Quentin, Quentin Nelson replaced Zach Martin at Notre Dame. You know that? That's weird, right? That's weird. That's why I don't continue. Um, yeah. So this most points, uh, the Cowboys, uh, obviously I'm going to go to the defense now. It's most points we've given up. Um, so far this season, uh, they gave up 240 yards on the ground. Obviously, they exploited um, our weakness in the run uh, defense uh, side of things. Um, that's what we've been having problems with. Uh, we have problems with running quarterbacks. Um, obviously, it's because, I mean, we're getting through the line. Like, you can see the penetration. Our guys are getting upfield, and we're attacking. And Justin Fields just, you know, Gets out, slips by, and that's the problem right there, Caleb. That's how many yards. Great run defense is not is not attacking upfield. It's filling gap, filling like it's it's gap it's gap control. And you know, you I think we've talked about this for multiple weeks. You guys have a lot of good pass rushers. You know, not a lot of good run defenders. I think you you have one and, or two. Um, that's why we made the the trade Jonathan Hankins. For Jonathan Hankins. That's why you guys got, got Jonathan Hankins to bolster that because because you know going you know. You guys have missiles, you know, Sam Williams, Michael Parsons, Ozio Digazua. They're all missiles. They go forward. You know, they go forward. But run defense, you know, you know, you kind of like got to like got to fit the gap. You fit the gap and you stay in the gap and you kind of adjust to it. And you guys, you guys are going, you know, hair on fire, attack ball. And, you know, in certain cases, you can you could use that to your advantage because, you know, he's going to come try to attack you. And Justin Fields be like, use their momentum against it. Like you're going 100 percent. You know, forward, Justin Fields got to just got like move slightly right or left, and you miss him, and then he like has a nice crease. You know what I mean? That's that's what I said with um Lamar Jackson against us. If you know he gets a good crease, it's over. You know, you know it's, it's over. And you know that's that's what happened with Justin Fields. You ended up winning the game because you know turnovers. I believe I believe you're in the you were plus in the turnover side because you got that fumble uh, recovery. Yeah. Michael, cost how many turnovers yeah. did you cost them? Let me double check. Um, no, we made a fumble a couple times. Yeah, yeah. How many turnovers um, did you cause? And we threw one, uh, Dr. One pick, um, before half. Um, mm-hmm. but 
I think that was about it. Um, but like, like I said, I think um, it's not for a lack of like effort or trying to. Um, it's more of just you know the scheme of the defense and what they're trying to too much uh, effort accomplish. On, too on much effort. You're you're rushing too much. It's it's a thing. People I'd be like, what do you mean too much effort? What do you mean they're over rushing? You can over rush. It happens all the time. You know, it happened in the Giants game with a couple of our defenders. They overrushed and they let Geno Smith through. Oh, we'll talk. I'll talk about it before I we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to that. You 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 can overrush. Like, and you know, you guys have a lot of and pass rushers. That that's kind of sometimes their deficiency. They overrush. They overrush the play. You know, they kind of go on a loop trying to control outside, or they kind of like just go too fast, too forward. It happens all the time. You know, it's fixable. You know, I'd rather teach a man to slow down than to speed up. You know, you guys have a good problem. You have a lot of people who are speeding up. You know, good coaches can make those players slow down a little. You know, you can't bring those players to make them. You can't have players who have Sam Williams and Michael Parsons and Dexter Lawrence's like fervor and speed on the pass rush. You know, you, 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 you can't teach that. You can teach them to slow down, but you can't teach them to speed up. It's just not possible. So you, Dan Campbell has, has Dan Quinn has it. Dan Campbell, Dan Quinn has a good problem to have. The, the Cowboys have a good problem to have. Your rushers are over rushing, basically, and that's how you kind of take advantage of people in the in the rush game. And also too, like it's the Bears; they have a phenomenal rushing attack. So what you expect? You're not yeah. going to fully stop them. They do. They do. They, I yeah. mean, they're one of the best rushing attacks in the league. And mm-hmm. so we gave up yards. I mean, that's just. I mean, what's going to happen? I guess. Exactly. Uh, but overall, we still did pretty. Uh, Decent job overall with the passing game. Obviously, mm-hmm. Fields can't really blow that ball that much. But uh, we did sack him four times. Um, Dante Fowler, man, he's been showing up. Um, he's been he's been getting after it. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that was a really, really underrated free agent signing that we had. Because um, he, he's been really good uh, this season. Um, we were uh, playing without... Uh, and, and I think another reason why we gave up so many things, we're playing out with the, uh, a, couple, a few different... Um, Key, key defensive players here. Um, we, we defensive backs Hooker, more who, specifically. Defensive backs specifically. Mal- Malik Hooker uh, was out for this game. He's a great tackler, mm-hmm. um, and he, yeah, that so that was missed uh, obviously in the running game. Our our safety just kept getting injured the whole game. Donovan Wilson kept getting injured. Uh, Jaron Curse kept getting in, going in and out of the game. Um, I think that was a big problem because Israel Kwame does not want to hit nobody. Um, he's more of a coverage guy. Um, so that, that really affected, uh, our tackling ability, right, right there when our safety were just, you know, in flux, uh, like that, um, that, 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 that was a problem for us. Um, but, but a big playing a team like Chicago can do that though, playing a team of Chicago, cause they, they'll just keep running the mm-hmm. ball, you know, and your safety is always going to come up and try to tackle. And, you know, sometimes, you know, they may tackle wrong on a play that they need to sit out. It happens a lot with teams like Chicago. Yeah, that's uh, why I give a big shout out to Demo Clark. He just got activated uh, this his first game. Um, he, he had a neck injury that had to miss him some time. Um, people didn't think he was going to play this season. Um, he was supposed to be a first or second round pick. He went all the way down to the fifth, sixth round, something like that. Uh, but he, he was a ma- major, major piece of, of that LSU defense. Um, and uh, he finally got to he, he in his first game back. Um, he had six tackles, um, 
good start for a guy who, like I said, wasn't even supposed to be playing this season. Um, so I'm really excited to see what else uh, he can build off uh, going forward. Um, just adding to it, uh, I think our linebacking court is uh, really good. I, I think Anthony Barr went out of the game, so I think that's what had him um, be in the game more, um, having to contribute there. Um, like I said, the Jonathan Hankins signing, um, don't know if we can see the full scale of how much that, that helped or not. Um, it is his first game in there, uh, but he did have like three tackles. So I think going forward, maybe um, that signing will have more effect. We'll see. Uh, Parsons, uh, he seemed like he was banged up, man. He seemed like, I mean, I saw him like late in the game. He's all laid out on the on the bench. Like he was just like, like totally worn out um, from, from whatever he's dealing with. Uh, I'm not sure what he's dealing with. Um, but even even though he was it seemed looked like he was that's hurting, what happens when you play that's um, what happens when you play at 100% 100% all the time every time you play on the field and you're like playing at like eight different spots you know like that's what happens you're ready to pass the hell out after a game you know <laughs> he, he probably yeah. just needs to like chill out for like a day or two um but he's been dealing with some certain things uh even last even going back to the Eagles game I think um, but he still had a fumble recovery. He, he got a touchdown in this game. Um, so even with the on dice, uh, still, still, still uh, making plays happen. Um, the 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 play he scored on was crazy because uh, obviously he forced. Uh, uh, I think someone forced the fumble. Uh, he picks up the fumble, but Justin Fields could have touched him down. He jumps over him, doesn't touch him. Uh, Parsons gets up, and everybody is telling Parsons, "Hey, go, keep going, keep going. You're not touchdown." And he, that's how he gets the touchdown. Like, and then they show the replay, and uh, Fields just completely doesn't even touch him when, when he jumps right over him, um, and not not even a little bit touch. Um, that that's what uh, led to the score. So that, that was a crazy play. Um, so yeah, um, defense. I'm not gonna, and honestly, I'm not gonna blame it. Uh, the total to say the Russian defense was so terrible, um, or anything like that, because I, I was getting pissed. I was getting so goddamn pissed off in this game, and it was a freaking refs. I mean, they are so goddamn blind, and I'm not exaggerating here. Uh, they're li- literally holding on every play. I mean, th- I mean, there was holding on every goddamn play. And I was like, I mean, these guys are getting pulled, held, guys' uh, arms around their neck. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Uh, um, they even said in the announcement, oh, there was a hold on that play. Oh, that could have been called. I'm like, no shit. I mean, every single goddamn play, holding, holding, holding. And they weren't freaking calling, uh, throwing the flag. And it was pissing me off. And that that was the most frustrating part of this game. So I don't, I don't even give the Bears this credit because, man, my God, I mean, uh, they were holding so damn much, and it wasn't getting called, and it is it was bull. I mean, it was bull. So I don't even know how bad our defense was actually being out there because I mean, uh, if those holding call these were called, uh, uh, then then it, it, I don't think this would happen. How much Kevon Thibodeau was so. being assaulted on every play, and he was being assaulted <laughs> well, on every play. Kevon was being assaulted. I'm like, seriously, <laughs> he's a rookie, so they won't give him the call. But like he's like legitimately being insulted, like assaulted all the time. And I'm, and I, I just keep, I keep always, I'm like, yo, man, where, where's the stats? His sacks, his sacks. You can't fucking sack nobody when you're being choked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's still getting pressure. 
while a, while a grown man is grabbing, he dude, he lit up Charles Cross straight up on a power rush, and like he lit Charles Cross out, and he almost had that sack, but you know Gino like threw it away, and I'm like, man, almost, almost, brother, almost. Yeah, um, so yeah, that was that was horrible. That was horrible referee, um, in, in that game. So we had Jerome Bogart uh, uh, in our game. Oh, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they uh, called a again, yeah. yeah, dude. They called a um. So it was a punt return, right? That it was a great punt return, great punt return. Uh, the one great punt return Richie James actually had. I'll talk about Richie James a little bit later. They called <laughs> they called a blindside block on um. I don't know who it was. Uh, no, I think yeah, Jason uh, Pinnock. Like blindside block on Jason Pinnock, and they showed the replay of the the blindside block. He was just blocking the dude on as the the gunner. He was just blocking the gunner. There was no blindside block. I'm like, and you hear on the announcers, Mark said, Mark Sanchez was like, "Where the hell is the blindside block? I don't see it. What is it?" I'm like, "Beats me, Mark." Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So overall, uh, I was a great win. We won by 20 points. We scored 49 points. I mean, I mean, how, I mean, that's that's pretty damn good to me. Um, it, yes, it was against the team under 500, but hey, we, we did what we were supposed to do, kick the inferior uh, team's ass. So I'm happy about that. Uh, we go in the bye with the win. Uh, always like seeing that. Uh, but th- I think the pie comes at a perfect time. Um, obviously, like I said we were missing key, key, key uh, we had some key injuries on defense. Uh, Noah Brown was out for this game. Um, we were playing a lot of uh, two tight end sets, which it was great to see. I mean, all of our tight ends are going all three of them, Ferguson, uh, Hendershot, and you know, obviously Dalton Schultz. I mean, Dak is just spreading into all of them, and uh, that, that's freaking awesome. Sounds like that, us uh, until like three, Daniel Bellinger got his tenants. eye taken out, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, we, yeah, uh, obviously right Gallup and CD Lamb were, were looking good. Um, you know, uh, Lamb had a hell of a touchdown, um, uh, of a, of a play there, um. But yeah, so we we the buy comes in a good time, right in the middle of the season. That's exactly where you want it um, mm-hmm. to get ready for the second half of the of the season. So um, I, I think we'll get healthy. We'll get Zeke back. You on buy too? We'll get, uh, yeah. You're on. Oh, so okay. So both of us are on the buy. Damn. What was our show going to be next week? Yeah. Well, um, that's why I'll, I'll, later in the show when we talk about since we have no no games to talk about, we'll talk about the rest of the NFC East. Okay. All right. Are you still with me? All right. Yeah, I'm with you. Um. Uh. Yeah. Just one more thing. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. Good time for bye. Uh. Get healthy. Um. But yeah, it was a, it was a great day. Uh. For that offense. Um. But yeah, that's all I got. All right. Time for the other boys in blue. And they made me blue, because we lost one other team in blue. In the Pacific Northwest. I would play the New York Giants sound bites, but guess what happened this week? We lost. Uh, and I'm very <laughs> sad because play, you still playing them for me. Yeah, 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 my sound bites are positive. I can't play a positive sound bite when we lost. I can't play the all hell the New York Giants. You did it when I when we lost. You did it when we lost to the Eagles, jackass. No, no, I didn't. What do you mean? 
I didn't. I didn't yes, play. Yes, you did. I played. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, you did. You said, "Oh, play the glory hole one." And then that well, that one's multi-purpose. You know, he wanted some glory hole, and he couldn't get it against the Eagles. You know. You know, no, this is this is what this Caleb. You still with me? No, this this is this is what this is what this game did to me. This is what this game did to me. Emotional damage. That's what it did to me. And let me tell you why. Because the game was the game was tight throughout the entire time. It was tight. Mm-hmm. It was 13-13 at one aspect. You know what I mean? And there was one time, you know, uh, you know, we it's 13-13, right? It's cool. We're 13-13. We're fine. We get a three three and out. And then well, actually, before it was 13-13, we punted the ball and then Richie James fumbled. All right. But then the defense came back on the onto the onto the onto the field and only only allowed a field goal. So we're like, you only allowing a field goal? That's perfect. Nice mitigation of the pain. What happens again? Defense comes out. And here's the thing, too. Richie James, we just stopped them on third down. And it was like a beautiful blitz by Xavier McKinney. He found a crease and he was wide open and he crushes Geno Smith. And I'm like, oh my God, it's over. Dude, the momentum is on our side. This is how you beat a this is how you beat a team with a hostile work environment. You 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 take their soul, you take it early and often. And then Richie James literally just gave it back to them. He just gave it back to them. He's holding the ball like a loaf of bread. He's not protecting it. You, like the first thing you'd learn on special teams as a returner, protect the ball at all costs. Protect it. He was he was saying, who wants the ball? Someone hit me. Someone hit me. Hit, hit, somebody hit me. You know what I mean? Brian Diaball in his press conference was like, oh, it looked like the first time, you know, he actually, the someone hit the ball very good. No, he didn't. He hit Richie James on the side, and then the ball popped out. You know? And then in the previous play, the defense, the defense showed up. The defense showed up in Seattle because we pin Jamie Gillen pins them at the two yard line. Caleb pins them at the two yard line. Their first play, they throw it to Tyler Lockett on, on like a, on like a swing route or a, a quick quick play. Adoree Jackson grabs him, tackles him, pokes the ball out, grabs the fumble, and he's about to score, but Tyler Lockett grabs him by the ankle and brings him down. I mean, they didn't show up on the Kenneth Walker touchdown. Yeah, I know. Because I think at that point they were they were they were too gassed because they kept the, the offense didn't help out today. The offense the offense didn't show up, and that's the problem we, we were running to Caleb. We were winning these games because we were on the right side of the margin. We have a slim margin of error to win these games. Slim margin. I mean, I, I, mean, I have a different theory. You, you, you're lucky. You're lucky. Yeah, your luck finally ran out. That's what happened. Shut up. And finally, Shut up. the luck happened the opposite way, and it happened for the for the team you were playing. And they got it wasn't, they got the no, lucky but, but it wasn't luck. It was it was it was luck. No, it's luck when you James when you really do. You really expect the same guy to fumble twice? That's some lucky ass shit. For them, yes, for them. Yeah, I'm just saying what happened. What's been happening with you guys just happened to to you. What 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 team has fumbled like Richie James in, in our victories? You got luck. You got uh, all kinds Who? of lucky fumbles. No, no. And... Point it out. Point it out. What was the lucky? I remember in the Tides game there was a lucky fumble. No, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. 
It was one lucky fumble in one of the games, and I do remember that. Um, Travis Etienne was called. We caused Travis Etienne to fumble when Xavier McKinney punched the ball out. That's the fumble I know. Get lucky bounces, lucky shit happen, missed field goals, and crap like that that helps you guys get the missed field goals. And finally, finally, one missed field goal against the Titans. Is that what we're talking about? The one missed field goal against the Titans. But all kinds of lucky shit throughout the whole season. Name them. Come on, name them. Well, I have to go back and watch the film. Okay, I gotta get watch the film. Fosh, tell me, because yeah, the only lucky field goal that we've ever done is is the Randy Bullock one. That's the one we could have lost that game, but he missed it. You know that one. You know we, you could say luck, but all the other victories, their their field goal kickers have been very good. We have they you haven't. Know, you just get you just get lucky stuff happening. Lucky bounces go your way. Everything goes your way, and that's how you guys have been winning. I, I don't agree with your assessment because and now finally, finally it happened to you, and that's why you guys lost. We could have won this game, but yeah. turnovers really killed us but because luck ran out. They didn't run out, man. I'm just saying the defense showed up, but then the problem is speaking of the Kenneth Walker touchdown, well, Kenneth Walker did nothing the entire game. He, that touchdown was at the end of the game. That's what I'm saying. They didn't show up and they just got, you know. Yeah, like like literally they were tackling. on the field. The, the the offense didn't help. It, it clearly, clearly not having Daniel Bellinger in the game and not having any receivers whatsoever. Is not helping the New York Giants win anything. When your best really? receiver is Darius Slayton and your second best receiver is Marcus Johnson, it's not helping. Like you need a receiver. You know, now could you're they Saquon Barkley gets shut down that you don't have any other options? No, no, no. Saquon Barkley, yeah, pretty much. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah much. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, too. I think we would have we could have been able to run the ball more if we had Daniel Bellinger because we only had one blocking tight end. Because if we, you know, if we had both blocking tight ends, which are which is which is Tanner Hudson and Daniel Bellinger, Chris Myrick is a fullback, H back kind of receiving threat. And you know, but or is, is it or is is Hudson the receiver? Myrick is the is the is the blocker. Daniel Bellinger, them two, they would be on the bookends near the tackles. As well, it doesn't help that we were starting our backup right tackle in 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 in, in Seattle, where literally. It got hella loud on third down, and he literally jumped off sides like, like, like we were ready, like verbatim. It happened, and you pictured it, and it happened. And he literally, Tyree Phillips literally just jumped and was like, oh, snap. I jumped too early because I'm like, bro, like, like, I'm sorry, man. You're a professional. Like, I'm sorry to this, like, yo, man, it's, it's really loud in Seattle. You're still a professional. Learn the count, bro. You know, learn the count. I'm not going to, I'm not going to excuse you for not learning the count, knowing your job. You know what I mean? You know, Nick Gates is back after that gruesome leg injury he had a year ago. So he came back. He was a jumbo tight end as well as an extra an extra lineman when we needed him. Um, we needed him to play guard. I know that for a fact because you know we we we're on our we're on our backup guards. We're missing both guards, I believe. No, just j- a guard and a tackle. We're missing Ben Bredesen and Evan Neal. Now we're starting Joshua Zudu. Perfectly fine. He has started. He has played a lot. That's fine. But the right tackle, Tyree Phillips, hasn't played a lot. You know what I mean? And that's the issue where we ran into. Kenneth Walker did nothing most of the game. He did nothing. You know? he yeah. th- We shut him down. Like, they're, like literally, like, like he, he he averaged 2.8 yards a carry. You know? And on 18, on 18 carries. like Yeah, the crazy thing is that uh, you guys weren't able to run on him. Uh, they have like the second worst uh, rushing defense in the league, so you got, I don't know how they were able to see. That's the, you uh, know you know why you know why. Here's the thing, they have great corners. Their corners are pretty good. 
And this is what they did. They put their corners on islands. We're like, dude, you're going to go one-on-one with David Sills. You're going to go one-on-one with Marcus Johnson. If you can't guard them, you shouldn't be in the NFL. And that's what they did. They put they put them in man, and they stacked the box. It was it was it was eight nine men in the box because they're like our corners and our safeties. We'll do we'll do one on one with them all day. Because here's the thing, man. The one thing Seattle knows how to do, they know how to make good corners out of nothing. Quandre Diggs, um, um, Mike Jackson was all over the place. There's some dude named Mike Jackson. I don't know who the hell he is. I think you know, we like. You, you didn't probably drafted him. Okay, so like here's the thing: they had they had Tar they had uh, Tariq Woolen, they had Mike Jackson, they had Quandre Diggs. They're like you're gonna go man to man, because we believe in you to stop these receivers because these receivers aren't that good. You know you'll be on them man to man, and we'll stop Saquon Barkley. Bad, bad. Like that's the the reason is, the reason they're a bad rush team is that, you know the teams they're against had receivers who could test the corners. So they couldn't stack the box. Because if you put man-to-man against a good receiver, you know, once or you know, you're gonna get beat. You know, a receiver's gonna get you, you're gonna get got in the NFL. But in the against the New York Giants, the man you're going man-to-man against is David Sills. It's <laughs> Marcus Johnson. You know, this is Wondell Robinson's second game. He had some good moments, but he, you, he can't do nothing when there's no outside threat. There's no outside threat to stretch the defense out. Because I think Wondell's going to be a slot weapon. And he's going to do a lot of, you know, in the slot, probably towards the middle. But when the box is condensed and there's so much humanity in the middle of the field, Wondell isn't going isn't gonna to produce very well because there's too much traffic in the middle of the field. That's why you need the outside boundary receiver who can stretch the field and make them stretch the defense. That Seattle didn't have to stretch their defense side to side. They kept it in the phone booth, and that's what they did. like. We're stopping 26. You don't have your other blocking tight end because you could we could have put, you know, the five offensive linemen and the two tight ends. We could have done that if we wanted to, but the problem is Danny Bellinger doesn't have a right eye right now. All right. You know, he's missing an eye. Well, n- not really. I'm just, I'm just saying, like he, you know, he has, I had eye surgery, so like he's he's gonna be out for six weeks, four to six. So we have one good blocking tight end, and a backup right tackle, a backup, a backup left guard. You know, we did say it was a trap game. You know, Jared was right. This was the trap game. You know, we beat, we beat, we beat Detroit. Uh, we beat the Jags. We beat everybody. We were gonna lose one of these games. Positiveness is we go into Thanksgiving nine and one, but if we go into the Thanksgiving as eight and two, still good to me. You know, we regroup on the bye week. You know, you know, refined, refine what we're doing, how to protect Daniel Jones, but also too like it's the Texans. You know, whatever. You know, so this is a good bounce back game. If we don't bounce back and was like and beat the snot out of the Texans, you know. Like I'm a virgin. Like who, if the receivers don't show up against the Texans, against corners, I have no idea who 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 even exists on the Texans. The only person I know who plays for the Texans is Brandon Cooks and Davis Mills, and Larry Tunsil. That's it. Who's on defense? I don't know. Exactly, and we're not the Colts. So here's the thing: we're not the Colts. The Texans always show up against the Colts every year. Against the Colts, 
they're always showing up. We're not the Colts. All right. We should be able to run on them and, and go forward because we can, yeah, Derrick Henry has four hundred four games of two hundred yards against them. Yeah. That's crazy. You know? So we should bounce back and, and it's a bye week too. Like you have a week of rest, you know, you know, you know, more rest, more integration for Nick Gates. You know, probably Nick Gates starts next week at left guard. Maybe. You know? Or or right tackle for Christ's sakes, who cares? You know, because we already have Josh Zudu. So probably one of them, you know, integrate him into the lineup. Um, our defense showed up, but you know, what always happens against teams whose offense does not help their defense and the defense has to come back on the field. All the, literally, literally, Caleb, the dichotomy of when you don't help your defense. Xavier McKinney just makes this great play of sacking Geno Smith. Goes to the sideline, hugs his homies, puts his helmet on the rack, and he's smiling, laughing, and he sees the play, grabs his helmet, gets back on the field. He just made this great play on Geno Smith, and now he has to go back and play more defense. And then proceeds to only limit them to a, a field goal. It's still 13-13, close game. You know, it's a close game, 13-13. Well, your games when, are close. Yeah, it's true. Good point, but let me finish my, my point. But if the defense keeps going back out on the field, and literally the Giants have three straight three and outs, Three straight three and outs when you're not helping your defense, not even just like, you know, scoring, but st- sustaining drives, having long drives, taking time, let them rest. They didn't allow them to rest. And then at the end of the game, they scored that touchdown that crushed us and it was over. And it was over because the defense was shot. You know, because at the end of the day, like I keep saying, every defense is human. You know, you're going to lose if your defense keeps is on the field more times than not. Think, think, there it is. Here's it. Oh, let me, like, literally, man, like, you didn't sustain any drives. And the reason the, the time of possession is kind of thrown off is because at the end of the game, the Giants had the ball, but they did nothing with it. And the, and the, and the Seahawks just ran the ball and nailed it and game was over. You know, they, we only beat them by like, Seven minutes of of time of possession, so like really it was like seven minutes of garbageness, you know. So like they pounded the rock and they they sustained drives. They may not have scored on every drive, but they were on the field for longer times, and they grinded out our defense because our offense isn't helping us, and our offense is not is not there yet. You know, we're missing a key component of a Brian Dayball offense. The route runner, the receiver who's a route runner who can stem at the top, who knows the route tree. That's why, you know, you know, next week we'll also talk about if you know trades or stuff, people that are targeted against us, because it's been a lot of a lot of speculation that we may get Jerry Judy or like we're we're trying to get a receiver. We may we may not do it because we don't have the capital for it. Go because we tra- did trade Kadarius Tony this week uh to Kansas City for a for a third or a fourth and a sixth. I don't know if the third was conventional. No, because like there was one report that said it was a straight up third. And there was another report that said it was a um, conditional third, which could be a fourth or a second. So I don't know. What is it a third or a conventional third? But we did get a sixth. So there's that. But you spent a first round pick on him. So Uh, that's true. But here's the thing too. That trade Got us two first round picks the very next year, and we drafted Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau. 
And you know, and Joe Shane didn't spend that first. David Gelman spent that first. You know, so there's that. So he had no connection with him. You know, and then there's a lot of things that happened with Kadarius, like he admitted that he's not hurt anymore. So fans were like, wait, you haven't been you haven't been hurt for a couple of weeks? What's going on right now? So you lied? So like it became a whole circus. And you know, me, wish him luck in Kansas City. Hope he thrives. Hope he fixes his life. Good for him. I hope he stops getting hurt because his hamstrings keep getting hurt. His foot kept getting hurt. You know, there's always something with his legs. Speaking of receivers hurt. Um, uh, both uh, the, the Seahawks' top receivers were both dealing with injuries, and they were both question questionable to be in this even to be in this game. Uh, both DK and Tyler Lockett. Um, they didn't even know if they were going to have him for this game. Um, but they both played. yeah they weren't they, hurt they lied they might have lied um, they know they by, definitely lied because I watched DK, Tyler maybe DK because DK they thought was gonna be out for a while yeah patella it was like a patella, like a patella tendon injury yeah, so right? maybe not that one um, um, because I, I think that really was a game day decision because I think he, I mean, he was supposed to be long term uh, yeah gone. Um, yeah Tyler yeah, wasn't they, hurt Tyler like wasn't hurt maybe yeah, not they, maybe they, not yeah, they, they, but they, they were lying. both questionable they both played and they both made touchdowns so. That that definitely made a made a big difference in in the game because um, I don't know what they would have done uh, without uh, those two options at the receiver. So I mean. Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. So like I think Tyler Lockett like. Dropped the ball and someone was like, "See, I told you he was hurt." And I was like, "Hamstrings aren't hands. How is he hurt? He just dropped the ball. What are you talking about? It's not being hurt. He just dropped it. Get out of here." It's like Tyler Lockett wasn't hurt. DK Metcalf is not a human being. He's not human. And here's the thing too: an offense with two solid receivers. Look how look how they they had to they stretched the New York Giants defense. The Giants had to play. They they couldn't put in the phone book this. They stopped Kenneth Walker. That's cool. But they didn't like put eight in the box, you know, you know, nine in the box to stop him. You know what I mean? Because they had to like play with the the receivers were right there. If the Giants had like a DK Metcalf, you couldn't put nine in the box against Saquon Barkley. You know, there's still massive divisions on the New York Giants. You know, you know, like when we win, I like to be hyperbolic and I'll be like kind of like a, a wacko on purpose. But you know when you know when the dust settles, there's clear deficiencies on this team, and we need a receiver. You know we do. We need it. You know, and here's the thing too. And if we don't get it at the deadline, we better draft one. We better draft one. You better find a receiver you like and you draft him, or you know, or you know, Joe Shane is from Buffalo, and what they did, they didn't draft a receiver. They traded for a receiver. They traded for Stephon Diggs. They didn't draft one. They traded for Stephon Diggs. They drafted defensive players. They, they drafted Gregory Rousseau, Ed Oliver. Um, you know, they just like drafted a bunch of AJ Epinesa. So like for three straight years, they drafted uh, Oliver Epinesa and Gregory Rousseau, and they traded for Stephon Diggs. So if Joe Shane wants to trade for a receiver, do it. You know, because he was a part of that regime. You know, and he saw Brandon Bean go out and get his receiver. He's like, I'm going to give my quarterback a receiver. I don't want Stephon Diggs because he doesn't want to be in Minnesota. Give me Stephon Diggs. You know what I mean? But but a player like Stephon Diggs is going to warrant a first-round pick. And are you willing to, you know, 
Like who out there in the market that is probably gettable? You know, Jerry Judy, DJ Moore, probably. I even though oh, I've heard Brandon DJ Moore is Brandon Cooks is on the market. Um, DJ Moore, I believe I, I, I heard a story where he's like he's 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 not on the market. Carolina won't listen to offers for him. Them, him and Brian Burns, they won't listen to offers, even though someone gave him two first round picks for Brian Burns, and they said no. Um, so there's that. Jerry Judy, DJ Moore. Um, that's pretty much Brandon Cooks. Those are the only three receivers on the market, you know, allegedly. You know, one, two are on the market, and one of them is rumors, but the owner organization is like, we're not trading him. Say Claypool? Claypool is on the market, I've heard, but I don't want Chase Claypool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the Pittsburgh receivers don't succeed outside of Pittsburgh. I mean, wouldn't you take anything right, right now? Yeah, give me Jerry Judy, you know? <laughs> Like he don't want to be, he don't want to, he don't want to be there with Russell Wilson. KJ Hamler don't want to be there with Russell Wilson. Give Denver a third round pick for him. I mean, they won, they won today. I can't believe Jacksonville lost in London. That's awful. <laughs> it's your hometown. Win. God damn it. But yeah, man, this offense needs a receiver to unlock its full potential. Because if it doesn't, and you're, and potential. you're, I mean, no, no, well, yeah, because no, yeah, no, it, it is because here's the thing. Look at Daniel, Daniel Jones throwing. The ball. Yeah, you act like Josh Allen was great the early years of Brian Dayball system. He wasn't. Okay. Now, because I know what Daniel Jones is, man. He's an athletic quarterback. He can make certain throws. Can he win me a game? Yeah, he has. He had five. He he had five game-winning drives. Didn't win this game. Well, yeah. The problem is, man, he's throwing to Marcus Johnson. (laughs) That's true. You know. Like, literally, dude, like, ima- imagine, you know, we're playing the Rams, and they're like, oh, Jalen, you're going one-on-one today. Cool. Who am I going against? Stefan Diggs? No, you're going against David Sills. Who? David Sills. Well, no, he's he wearing 13. You mean Odell Beckham Jr.? No, that's David Sills. But he's wearing 13. No, it's David Sills. Okay, fine. I'll go one-on-one. It'll be the easiest day in Jalen Ramsey's career. Like, literally, like, we we play against, when we play against Philly, like, hey, Darius, you're going to go up against, you're going man-to-man tonight. Cool. Who am I going man-to-man against? Marcus Johnson. Darius Slay would be like, excuse me? Darius Slay would be like, what? Marcus who? Marcus Johnson. All right, cool. You know, by the way, um, I saw on Twitter his wife and Bobby Skinner from Talking Giants got into a little, got, got a little, uh, um, little spat when he, by the way, Darius Slayton is big place to lay. I've never, everyone, I've never, everyone here called Darius Slay, big pay, big play Slay since, like even when he was in Detroit, no one ever called him that, because you know I mean, why? I heard it in Detroit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, good for him. I've never heard Slay Darius Slayton be called that, but I've heard him be called that. Well, yeah, he's your Giants fan, so. Oh no! When he was a rookie year, when he had eight hundred yards and, and seven touchdowns. Then he never okay. did that again. Again, how many, how many games did you? Huh? How many games y'all win? Uh, well, it was a dark time in the New York Giants history. <laughs> oh, well, I, well, I mean, I personally, I personally don't care, man. It's a nickname. Who gives a damn? I personally don't <laughs> care. I just find, I just find it funny the arguing over a nickname. I'm like, all right, whatever. I also hate the Eagles. I will oh, never yeah. give the Eagles credit. If he was still in That's Detroit, true. I'll. If he was still in Detroit, I'll give him that. But he's wearing an Eagles uniform, so and they're all scumbags. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, not the players. 
No, players. They 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 decide they decided to sign the contract with the team. That scumbag organization. So Darius didn't decide. He got traded. Oh well, okay. Yeah. Well, he could refuse to trade. No, he couldn't. He have set out. It's the NFL. You're not going to refuse a trade. Yeah, I, would refuse, here, I wouldn't put on that disgusting green uniform. Yeah, it's an ugly uniform, isn't it? Yes. It's just an ugly uniform. Like, and why does it? Why does it face left? Why? You know, someone said it's like a there's like an like a secret E on the right, and I, I've I've tried to find it. They're liars. It doesn't exist. They're liars. They're, they're genuine liars. And like, I can't believe this franchise had Jerome Brown and Reggie White. It's just, it, you know, what's funny to me. People remember Reggie White as a Packer. That's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> They, you know what they remember? They, you know what they remember? They remember him as a Packer running around the field with that Super Bowl. They remember Randall Cunningham with the Vikings. Yeah. Well, no, they actually remember him as an Eagle too. Oh no, they, yeah, they, they won't they care do. about the the '98 season though. Yeah, I know, but they they know no. You know why I know? You know why I know they know him as an Eagle? It's that famous play where Carl Banks is trying to tackle him, and he like tackles him, but like Randall then jumps backwards, and like lands on his feet comes back up and like throws it this way and he's wearing an Eagles uniform and people remember that play. So yeah, that I that I have to disagree with you on phone. But here's the oh. thing at least at least our quarterbacks, Caleb, never threw up in a Super Bowl. That's true. It's true. And our one of our wide receivers never, you know, became a national news cycle doing sit-ups in a well you know what he was a he well, that was my receiver. Yeah that was your receiver. <laughs> <laughs> We that's signed my, it right after that. That's Dude, my quarterback. That's, so much. That's, my, that's my quarterback, dog. Now I like T.O. You know, good job ripping the ripping the Eagles apart. I, I enjoy you. No, we're a franchise that never started Kevin Cobb. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when Kevin Cobb was like, Kevin Cobb's gonna be the next big thing. And then Arizona like traded for him and like he like fell flat on his face. No. Oh. It's not none work. Yeah. So you want to get into the Eagles? Hate the Eagles. Are you still going with the Giants? Sorry, I'm done with the Giants. Let's, let's preview next week. Okay, so Eagles obviously it's bye week. It's bye week. What am I? That's doing? why. That's why we're talking about NFC East as a okay. whole because we're okay. competing in this NFC East. Um, Washington won today. Washington won today, right? I'm getting to it. Getting to it. Eagles destroy the Steelers, 35-13. They're seven or no. Uh, they're the number one team in our division. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Brown went off for three touchdowns. Like, why couldn't know. he do this next week? I couldn't have done this next week. I face Tony next week. God damn it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that sucks. And then guess who they play on Thursday night? Them Houston Texans. Oh no, Jesus. Yep. Yeah. So it looks like eight and zero for the Eagles. Um, which sucks for both of us. Um the only, the only real, real uh thing uh thing the Texans got going for them is that the Texans are at home and you know the it's a short on week. Night, yeah, on Thursday nights, uh, the home team usually has the uh, even more of an advantage. Um, so that's really the only hope we can have um, for the Eagles losing in this game. Because um, obviously we both need the, the Eagles to lose so we can keep pace with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, obviously the Giants fall to, fall to three. We're at number two. Tiebreaker. Because um, yeah. we uh, obviously had the head-to-head that we won against you guys. Um and then the commanders, like you you just mentioned, 
Uh, they get a crazy comeback win against the Indianapolis Colts. They were down 16 to seven in the fourth quarter. Heineke just making some great plays. Like I got Heineke magic, baby. With with his legs, with his arm, uh, especially on that last drive, he he gets a 33 yard pass to McLaurin right at the one. Then the um, Heineke he takes it himself to score the touchdown, um, and then they win um, by a point. I think I think they win by one. You see what you see what a what a great receiver does for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Scary Terry, under one of the most underrated dude. I hate facing him. I hate facing him, dude. And it just it irks me that he plays in Washington. Because if he didn't play in Washington, people would be talking about his name every week of how great he is. Look what look he, his entire career, his quarterbacks and whose quarterbacks have been Ryan Fitzpatrick, T- Taylor Heineke, Alex Smith, Josh Allen, oh, oh Kyle Allen, like Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Alex Smith, Scary Terry's yeah. been having like like it's like it's like early Houston DeAndre Hopkins when he TJ Yates. Matt Schaub, um, Brandon Whedon. Uh, that the year Deshaun got hurt, but he was a starter. Then he ended up getting hurt after the Seattle game. I don't remember. Like, 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 scary Terry man. He's he damn good. That brother damn good man. He he. That boy is good man. He good good. Six yeah, catches, so- twenty eighteen yards a ca- catch. Uh-huh. Dude, come on man. Like it's crazy, dude. Um. Yeah, the, the 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 commanders look like they got some juice, man. Um, after came making the switch from uh, obviously Wentz has got hurt. Heineke came in. He's two and zero. Um, they got something going over there. Uh, with that new cool, great interior uh, line, making great, that switch. Like, great interior line, bro. With Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen, and then they got Montez Sweat off the edge. Chase Young is still fighting back from that ACL injury. It's gonna take him a year and some change, like it always does for somebody. They have a great linebacker in Cole Holcomb. Great tackling machine. He's a he's a phenomenal tackling machine, but um, but a great inside interior in Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen. That interior, it's it's one of the best in the game. One of the best in the game. And they've won uh three in a row so far. Yep. Um They're four and four. They are four and four, and they could be in the mix for for a wild card spot. Um, especially with the way this uh the whole entire NFC has NFC as a whole three is, spots. Uh, it's gonna be three spots. Yeah. You know. In in craziness, Caleb, let's talk about it. The NFC East could have all four teams make it. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, four and four is leading the NFC South right now. So yes, I mean Washington be number one in that division. Exactly. Um, that that's how crazy this NFC East and oh, the whole um, the NFC as a whole has been. It's not they're they're not very good teams right now. Um, yes, so, they, so, they, so the good teams are winning, and four of the best teams are in the East. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm saying. Four teams yeah. gonna make the playoffs. Um, but yeah, the, so they they're they're at the bottom of the division for now, of the best division in football. But uh I just want to ask you um how you feel about where the, the NFC stand NFC East standings uh looking like right now and how you feel about your Giants um keeping pace with the Eagles and, and the Cowboys. I think we will keep pace. Um, because we already won six games, and if we go five hundred from now. We, I think, I think we went. We're 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 eleven and eleven and six, and I think eleven and six makes the playoffs, right? If we go yeah, five hundred, definitely NFC, definitely. Yeah, definitely NFC. And I'm looking at this, the playoff picture right now, Caleb. Eagles are number one in the in the NFL in the NFC. 
You get, and then you got the Vikings. Seattle's three, actually. They're five and three. They're five and three. Wow. Falcons are fourth because they're the NFC South. In the first two wildcard teams, me, you, us, the Niners, right? Us three. And guess who eight? Guess who's number eight? Aren't the Niners leading the division? Oh, no, the Seahawks. No, no, the Seahawks are five and three. Oh, yeah. Niners are four and four. Yeah. Guess who yeah. number eight is? Guess who number eight is? Number eight? Well, not, but that'd be out of the playoffs. No, no, but yeah, guess who's the, the team, the first team out? Guess who it is that could be in if something crazy happens down the road? Get who is it? Washington. Yes, they're eight. So, but they're four and four, right? Let's say yeah. the Niners or the or the Seahawks, they beat each other, and then like Washington wins a couple and beats. I mean, they, beats Washington has the same schedule as uh, we both looked at ourselves. They have the same schedule. They have this, they played the same teams. You know, it's yeah, um, the AFC so it, South and all those crappy teams, and mm-hmm. um, so, so they they can make it. Because yeah. you know, because they just need they just need the Niners and the Seahawks to fight for that that um that division spot only. Because if they, if they make it, if they fight for the division and the wild card spot, probably Washington's outside looking in. But at this moment, there's a possibility that the East has four teams. It's a possibility with the with the, with the new format, you know, yeah. you know, and because you know, because like let's hear like uh, number nine is the Rams at three and four. Bucks are three and five. Packers are three and five. Arizona's three and five. Saints are three and five. Bears are three and five. So there's that. Yeah. Um, then Carolina and the Lions are two and six and one and six. So they're they're nothing. You know, they're absolutely nothing. Uh so yeah, like that number seven is gonna be it's gonna be a fight to the death, basically. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And on the you know it's weird, the AFC. Uh, it's Bills, Titans, Chiefs, Ravens. Guess who the number five is? Bills, Titans, Chiefs, Ravens. Did you mention the Bengals? No. Bengals are eight. Five, six, and seven. Jets, Dolphins, Chargers. Jets, Dolphins, Chargers. Yeah, yeah. Bengals are four and three at eight. Patriots are four and four at nine. And the Colts are three, four, and one. With that stupid ass tie that oh, they got. Oh, because the Bengals haven't played yet. That's why. That's yeah, why. the Bengals haven't played yet. So they, they play on Monday night. Yeah, they play Monday night. Guess who? Ben Browns. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so they'll, they'll, they'll move if they, up. If they win, they'll they'll be in. Yeah. They'll. I think. Yeah. Well, because the Chargers had a bye this week, so there's that. So yeah, man. The like the, the NFC East, man. It. You may blink, and by the end of the season, it could be four teams. Yeah, the entire division can make the playoffs. Yeah, but also saying um, that um, with the Eagles' schedule, um, they they have also an easy schedule. I don't. I'm tr- I'm having trouble finding the losses, to be honest. All right, let's, let's see me. the Eagles' schedule. Let's see the Eagles' yeah. schedule. Bring it up. Um, because it's going to be tough uh, to keep pace with so them. So next week. They have the they have the Texans this Thursday, that that's a dub. Yeah. The following week, I think the, I think the reason the Commanders may not make the playoffs is that they may lose to us and you, and the Eagles. That's the problem. Yeah. You know that's the problem, and they face the Commanders. That could be that's that's nine in a row, right there. I mean that could be a tough game. It's divisional matchup. Anything. Yeah. Division happen. divisional matchups always are tough. They're always tough. Texans Colts. Every year. Jacksonville 
Colts every year. They're like, the Colts are like completely better than Jacksonville. Jacksonville comes out of nowhere and just beats them 24 14. You're like, what just happened? You know what I mean? It happens all the time. So it, it, I'm leaning 2 0 personally. Yeah. Personally. Uh, so then they got the Colts and the Packers. Four, yeah, that's that's eleven and zero right there. That's yeah. eleven and zero right there. And then they got Titans. Titans gonna be lost. There, 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 there's gonna be the loss right there. Yeah, because Derrick Henry is not a human being, so that could be a loss. And then Giants on November, could be a December, loss. Could be a loss. Uh, December eleventh, because you know, like, you know, if 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 the Giants have any goddamn pride in themselves, they make it tough and try to and try to like fight. You know, Bears. No, that's a win. That's a win. And then you guys. Um, that's a loss. That's a lot. Um, we'll win that game. On the the, the day before Christmas. That's, yeah, that's, that's Christmas yeah. Eve. We'll, we'll win that game. Wait, I thought Christmas. Wait, so what? It's Christmas Eve. I'm all bad. I'm the 26th. My apologies. I thought, I thought the 25th was Christmas Eve. 26th was Christmas Day. It's actually 24, 25. Sorry. So on Christmas. Santa's gonna give you a so that's two losses probably. The fourth and the twenty-fourth. Then you got then you got the first of January against the Saints. I think they're beating the Saints that's personally because okay. the Saints are in shambles. And then us on the eighth. You know, you know, that could be a division like a if if yeah. everything like bounces our way, that could be like if you win this game, you win the division type shit. You know what I mean? But in that moment, it would be like you've already clinched and we've already clinched and they have already clinched and we're fighting for the division or. Yeah. So outside of the division, they have really one possible loss, which is the Titans. Yeah. And then inside the division, they can pretty much lose to any of us because it's just yeah. that's our it's division. division. Like, yeah. like dude, there were years where we sucked and we were like beat the Eagles or like we would sneak a game from you. And I'm like, we shouldn't have won this game, but sure, cool, I'm with it. And then, like, same thing with the Eagles. Like, they were horrible for a couple of years, and they always snatched the game from us. Or they, I think they snatched the game from you one time. You know what I mean? But then yeah. I remember the year, yeah. you remember that year that you guys had to beat them twice on back-to-back weeks? Remember that? On the playoffs? No, no, no. So, like, y- y'all beat them in week 17 to make the playoffs. Then y'all yeah. faced them yeah. in the yeah. wild card round. Yeah. And then y'all you had to face them again. Then y'all ended up facing the Vikings, and then... It's the year the Saints won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's 2009. Yeah, yeah. Bounty Gate. Shout out to Bounty Gate. That was a good scandal. I like that scandal. Yeah. You know, paying, 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 paying money for people. All right, can you? But, you... but yeah, so everything. Uh, so that's only like maybe two, three losses. Yeah. For them. So that's 14 and three or 15 and two. Yeah. That means the, we can't lose a game. We can't. Neither one we of us can. Go, we have to go undefeated for the rest yeah. of the, which is possible. I mean, I think I think the Cowboys can do it. Um, yeah, I think the Giants are gonna have like three losses, like three or four losses. I think because we, you know, because the games against you and the two games against the Eagles are tough. You know, the, the game of Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not saying we will. I'm just saying we're capable of winning yeah, every single. Let's, let's look at it. Let's look games. at it. Let's look at it right here. Let's look at it right here. So y'all just beat the Bears. So you're six and two, going into the bye. Now it's Packers Vikings. Yeah. Are you splitting those or are you winning both of them? Probably. I mean, I think we can beat the Packers. I and mean, Packers look like crap right now. So um, that's seven and two. 
the Vikings, I mean, we always play good against Kirk Cousins. Like, Kirk Cousins does not play well against us. We beat him a so lot. Eight, eight and two. But uh, we could lose that game. So, I mean, that you could, it could be. So, loss. seven and three, eight and two, probably. Yeah. And then, you know, then you're either Giants seven game, and three. Um, I think we, I mean, we're not losing on Thanksgiving. We lose too many Thanksgiving games. We're not going to lose again on Thanksgiving. So you just said we lose too many Thanksgiving games, but we're, we're not, not losing lose. again. We're, we're not going to. You're not going to lose again. Not after what happened last Thanksgiving. We're going to remember what happened last Thanksgiving. We're not doing that shit again. That was a great game, by the way, man. That was a good game. Good game. I didn't. I didn't expect the Cowboys and the Raiders to give me a good game because I, I one of you would have. I was expecting yeah. one of you to like to ruin the game, like either like they would like cause like four turnovers and you guys like blow them out or like you or Dak somebody gets injured on the Cowboys or like Dak Prescott has a horrible game or something. But that was a good game. It was good. OT? Was it OT? I think it was OT. Yeah, right? it was overtime. I yeah, it was nice. Overtime. Yeah. So yeah, so so then but then us, you know well, no, you, you, we didn't go with the rest. Oh well we we'll finished the rest. Okay, so so either you're seven and three or eight and two against us. You think you're gonna beat us. That's fine for you. So either you're either you're nine and two or you're eight and three going into week 13. And that's a victory. But even like, but even if we lose just one of those games, like I said, it's, and then it's, but, but then, but you think, but you we would but have to beat the Eagles. Thing. We would have to beat the Eagles. You would have to beat them at week 16. Yeah. You have to beat them week 16 because you want them to have the same record as you. Yeah. Cause we're predicting them having two or three losses, you know, Which and if you have to be us, yeah, which one of your losses could be we're tied with them, then we have a better divisional record. Exactly. But then the thing is, you 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 want us or the commanders to beat them as well. So you will be actually rooting for us to beat them. Oh yeah. You know? I, I'm I'm over, I'm for the rest of the season I'll be rooting against them. Yeah. No matter so, who they play. Yeah, so you you would you would you would need that because like we said here, um, so they're seven and zero. They're gonna beat the Texans. That's eight and zero. Commanders maybe that's nine and zero. Um, Colts, Eagles, ten and zero. Packers, I think eleven and zero personally, and then Titans possible loss. So eleven and one going into December eleventh against us, and you either want us to win, you want us to win, you want to be yeah. eleven and two. Let's say let's say everything breaks your way, Caleb. Everything breaks your way, so. So they're eleven and two going into Chicago. They beat Chicago. They're twelve and two, and then they're twelve and two going into the Eagles. Go going against the Cowboys game. So they're they're twelve and two. So now let's go to your back to you. So you're six and two right now. You beat the Packers. You're seven and two. You think you'll beat the Vikings? You're nine and two. You think you beat the Giants? Ten and two. You beat the Colts and the and the and Texans, the, the Texans. I mean all those three. So. Hold up, I miss, I miss, I miss down it. So six and two, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So it's so basically what you want is to you beat eleven and two, and they're eleven and two. Yeah. Going into your game, and then whoever wins that game. But I guess we, that at that point we could have a little room for error, and we can we can drop one game because even if we were no, but here's uh, the thing too. He's no, but he's yeah, I know, but then you, but so yeah, yeah. Then you, if you, so if we you have battle, one, 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 one. We can, we can one lose game. one game. One game, the Giants game. Um, <laughs> that's that's <Okay>. the game. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then you know you beat them. Either you're, either you come out there. 
twelve and three, or they're twelve and three. Either that's the thing. You're both twelve and three, or if we're both twelve and three. That means we're number one. You're number one. But then here's the thing too. Then you need to win Tennessee and Commanders the next yeah, two Tennessee's weeks. Tennessee's gonna be tough. Washington is going to be tough too. Yeah. Um, but then you want one of the, but so either you want to sweep both games or you want both of them, you, or you want you to split it and they to split it. Cause their next, their last two games after your game are Saints and Giants. So either you want them to split it and you split it or they lose both games and you win both games or split it. Uh, yeah. Well, I just yeah. want them to lose the rest of the season, obviously. Yeah. But after, after not happen. <laughs> exactly. So that, that's where we're at. And me, let's now look at the Giants, you know, in some perfect world that we're in the mix. So right now we're six and two after the Seahawks game. Uh seven and two, eight and two. So we're eight and two going into the Cowboys game. Let's say yeah. we beat you. Uh nine and okay. two. Nine and two. And then we go to the commanders. We win the commanders. Split. We're ten and if two. You split. I think you split, split the commanders game. Yeah. Because it's commanders. Eagles commanders. Yeah. But the problem is we we, we need to beat you because if we if we get swept by you, you get you get you get top billing in the division. So we need yeah. to split with you. So there's that. So we need to win the, the Thursday game to get any shot at winning the division. You know? Oh my god, us winning the division? What is going on now? Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it'll be a three team race? Who would have thunk it a three team race, bro? Uh yeah. but you know, but seriously, we need to win Thursday, we need to win Thanksgiving. We need to. Yeah. Yeah, we need to, because if we, because here's the thing: if we lose to you and then we lose to Washington, that's fine. We just and have we just have to end up beating Washington on the 18th, you know, or 17th, one of them. Because yeah, we but need you have to beat the Eagles, obviously. Yeah, but we have to beat Eagles as well. You know, so both we, times you have to beat them both times. We have to beat them both times. We have to sweep the Eagles. Uh, because but the problem is then here's the thing. And you have Vikings and uh, yeah, that's the thing. The Vikings. That's, that's the tough, Vi- here's tough. the thing, bro. The Vikings show up on everyone's schedule, bro. Yeah. Did the Vikings show up? The Eagles already beat the Vikings. You're facing the Vikings. When do you face the Vikings? Week 11. Uh, yeah, in November. Okay. So, yeah. So, we, we basically all face the same teams. Yeah. So, there's that. And all right. So, on that note, let's, let's head it all out. Caleb, where can people okay. find you, my man? You can find me at NFLCaleb22 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can find uh, me on this channel well, on this channel for I don't know how much longer. Um, By mid November, we're transitioning. Okay. Uh, well, for that time being, uh, I will be on uh, betting the NFL comes out Thursdays with my co-host uh, DBZ. Um, trying to make you guys money. I had a great week this week. Um, so if you uh, definitely watch that show if you want to make some money because I, I went four and one this week. Um, so yeah, um, give me while I'm hot. Uh, also, you can find my articles that go along with that uh, with that show on our website at letsgetreadynetwork.com. All right, yeah, guys, speaking of Caleb, Caleb did just bring it up. We, we have a new sports channel called the Let's Get Ready, the highlights. Let's Get Ready Network, the highlights. Uh, we're, in, we're in the weeks of transitioning over all our sports content onto that channel. By mid-November, everything will be on that channel. Then in mid-November, we'll go live on that channel. So make sure, you know, follow us, follow us on that channel. We're going to pin the link in the comments every, every week because, um, because we're, we're, we're just transitioning, you know, we'll have playoff beards, the rally, 
as well as yeah, starting 11, the entire back catalog of videos will be on that channel. And in the coming weeks, Good Friends, Better Rivals will also be on that channel, the back catalog, um, as well as betting the NFL as well. Um, but actually, guys, the channel is live, and we do have a video on there. Um, last last Thursday, last week Thursday, um, our interview with Jeff Perman was released. Uh, we talked about his new book, actually, his new book right here, The Last Folk Hero, The Life and Myth of Bo Jackson. We talked about this book. We talked about his writing process. We talked about Showtime. Uh, the book that became Winning Time, which is a show on HBO Max that people probably watched, um, as well as his his transition from Sports Illustrated to writing books and art from from articles to books. So it was a great interview. It was about an hour and two minutes. It was, it was a great interview. Yeah, um, we've we've gotten a lot of positive feedback. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe on that new channel, Let's Get Ready Network, the highlights, as well as this channel. Make sure to like and subscribe as well on this channel because this channel will be our entertainment hub. You know, we're trying to grow this channel in its entertainment lane, and we're trying to grow our sports uh, content in another lane, in a sports lane. Separate them so they can boost up together because the way the um trying to boost up the algorithm, trying to kind of kind of push both of them together so we can rise. Rising tides lifts all boats, basically. So thank you so much. I'm Ferris Madonna. You can find me at Ferris Madonna. You can find me on this channel at Let's Get Ready Network. I'll show up on Tuesday nights maybe here and there. Uh, make sure up on the wrestling show here and there. Uh, definitely be on the sports channel every every Monday. Go friends, better rivals. You know we may not have a set time anymore, but we have a set day. Every yeah. Monday, we will be there with your daily dose of rivalry and friendships. Well, rivalries mostly. Yeah, friendship is a, a strong word. All right, stay safe, everyone. Be cool and be calm. <laughs>